Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Yes, who's back? Oh, okay. <laughs> back again. Kick-Ons is back. Tell your tell, mom. Tell your mom. Tell your mom. Or your mother-like figure. <laughs> Hi, it's been two weeks. <laughs> it has been two weeks. Well, in fact, it's it, it's been two weeks since we've recorded a pod, but we did True. put out our little mini number last week. But it feels so good to be back. Can you believe that it's daylight right now? I only see daylight. I asked someone today, well, my boss, I was like, hey, do you like Taylor Swift? And she, I was quite nervous to ask her because I just didn't want her to say no. It's divisive. Yeah. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. How have your last two weeks been? Well, they've been incredible, to be honest. They've been, like, big highs. It was my birthday. Um... I went home to visit my family. I got this crazy tummy bug. Oh my god, that was so hectic. I've been to see Tovlo live and I got to see Holly Tuvalu. Smith. Tuvalu live. Um I mean my song's been on the radio all week. I was featured on One News. It's been crazy. Just absolutely crazy. How was your time at home? <laughs> Oh, my time at home was wonderful. I, yeah, my dad has been at his job for 25 years and is leaving um, the area. So we had this, like, gorgeous party at the pub and just, like, drank heaps and, like, there were some speeches and the nibbles. Let me tell you about the Waipukuro pub nibbles. Oh, my God. Prawn twisters? No prawn twisters, no, Damn too it. fancy. Everything <laughs> had meat in it. So it was like yeah. sausage rolls, uh, meatballs. There were fries though. Great. Which I was Always. like, all good, I'll eat the fries. The fries come out, and I'm not kidding, they are covered in sausages <laughs> on top. So it's like those, you have to dig through the sausages to get through to the fries. <laughs> they don't do just fries. Fries and sausages, and the sausages were, like, cut up into little sausage circles. Oh, my God, that sounds fucking good. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> if I was if I was eating meat, I would have been, like, sausages and chips, yas, bitch. Uh, I actually have a confession to make, which is that I have had meat in the last two weeks. Um, Go on. Which is basically the best way to sum up. The last two weeks that I've had. Um, unfortunately, I was not on the news and not on the radio. Um, but I did get ghosted um, and have burnout um, and ate meat. 
<laughs> Not to bring Ooh. the mood down. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's start at the very beginning. Yeah. Oh, I got ghosted. Which yeah. Spiraled me into a the craziest twenty four hours. Um, no, it's actually chill. <laughs> um, but I got ghosted, and like it would be totally fine if there hadn't been so much pre. Like we have been talking for a long time, and I personally obviously deserve more than being ghosted but that is totally fine because were you talking journey. on the social the dating apps um initially or always yeah like you got ghosted how like what would you like to talk about the experience of being ghosted oh so um we we spoke we matched on hinge a long time ago then we met up one night and then we went on a date. This was like months in between. And then after the date, I thought it was chill. And then I think I was just slowly being phased out, you know? And then I was like, oh God, I think I've been ghosted. Um, and yeah, I think it. That's what it is. And officially, <laughs> the official, it's finally come it back. <laughs> You've been um, ghosted. Yeah. So that started off like with that. And then um, I took some illicit substances. Um, and the next day I ate meat because I was in a, a come down. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And then the subsequent come down made me realize how burnt out I was after the last sort of month of work. What does burnout feel like as someone um, who's recently experienced or is still experiencing burnout? How do you diagnose it as burnout and what have you been doing to try and like overcome burnout? Because it's like happening to everyone. Yeah. I think I um got get to the point where it's like, oh my God, I just have so much to do that I can't think. That's like a very telltale sign. Um, and I could not like, you know, sometimes you can be like, it's all good. I'll just like write a to-do list and then we'll just do it. And you do it because you've like put your thoughts down and you've segmented them and then you're doing it. But I think it was just like, like white noise almost you know like I can't see anything I can't think anything I just like and it was really nice because I like all the people at work were like oh go home so I went home and then just kind of got through the week and then lovely Fano from Wellington were like we got you girl and I went away to Wackenai for the weekend which was nice and yeah it's definitely been better but She was wild. And then I got sick. Oh, my God. Well, welcome back from a hellish week. But the beef rendang that I ate that our friend Chris made, fucking no regrets. Like, I know that I, like, preached the veggie life. Preached. That sounded like I put an um, ED on the end. I didn't. It's not past tense. It's just my cold. Um... But far out, it was good. I think I'm like, I think I'm 
I'm ready to be flexy. Like, I think I'll have some fried chicken soon. Wow. And then from then it'll be, if I feel like it, I'll have it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people who are, I guess, vegetarian do do live the flexy lifestyle. And yeah. there's no judgment from me. You sure? No. Yeah, <laughs> legit. Will you be going out and seeing meat dishes and being like, yes, I'm, I will be paying for that? I don't think so. Okay, watch the space. Yeah, there's that only this one like fried chicken place. I don't know if it existed when you lived here, but it's like Korean fried chicken, and they have like arcade games and like karaoke. Interesting. How about you wait for me? I feel like we need a third to like just okay. get straight in there. You know? Oh my god! I was like, are we gonna go an episode without mentioning Tom? But there he is. <laughs> Speaking of all of this. It's actually Mental Health Awareness Week this week, so check in with your pals. You're like, I am aware of my mental health. It's poor. It's poor. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, on the the up, the the sunlight is really helping. Oh my God, fully. This is the first time we've recorded the pod in the daytime in a long, long Uh, time. It feels like ever. I know it's not, but my curtains are open. Oh my god! I've got plants. Oh my god! I'm a plant dad. Yeah. Have you given them names? Yeah, one of them's called Minnie. Nice. Um, and the other two, I may have given them names, but I've also been drinking a lot recently. Um. That's not a brag. That's just, it's been my birthday. Just a fact. Yes, the fact. So I can't really remember what they are right now. And I also need to tell you guys something. So there's a cat that has been like coming in and out of my house and we, we do not have a cat mm-hmm. and it's just a neighborhood cat and it comes and spends a lot of time at my house. And one of my flatmates is like the main cat petter. And we're not feeding this cat or, like, letting it drink water. Like, it does not belong to us. And it comes every day. And at night, it sits outside windows or doors and meows and meows. And this cat just loves being at our house. What do we do? It's so cute. I think about it a lot. My flatmates call it fatty, but... Um, I'm not completely not sold shaming. on that name. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, uh, you don't need to do anything, do you? No. Well, there's nothing to be done. We're not allowed cats in this house. But Clarice, that's what I call the cat, okay. is a star. And I've, I've just, <laughs> I've just fallen in love with this cat, Clarice. Wow. So are you trying to say that your conviction is you're more of a cat person? It does feel like it at the moment. I do love this cat. Cute. Hello, Clarice, if you're listening. Hello. Let's talk about Spanky Jackson. <gasps> Woo! So Spanky oh. Jackson won the season of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Oh, actually, that was when I was in Wyke and I on my, like, holistic retreat. <laughs> and um, we watched it, and it was really nice. Definitely could have gone either way. Like, I would have loved to see Queen Kong win. I think, like, the representation that she brings would just have been really cool. But also, Spanky 
deserved it. Equally. Spanky did deserve it. Here's the thing. I think based on the fi- finale episode, solely, Queen Kong deserved to win the whole thing. Yes. If that challenge was not the final week, then Queen Kong definitely would have taken that away and it, we, it would have been really well deserved because Queen Kong absolutely slayed. I think her rap was one of the best ever. Mm. But Spanky motherfucking Jackson just like brought so much like positive energy and also like a lot of people had to rethink the way that they'd been like thinking about drag up until Spanky Jackson. That's very true. She's unpolished, but she knows herself and she is talent. She's a star. Yeah, she really is. I can't wait to see what she does with the crown over the next year. Like, what Keita did was insane. Mm. You know, she traveled the world, owned shows, still, like, is, like, an ambassador for New Zealand. And I think that the season two of Drag Race Down Under was much better as a season. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, it was just so amazing to watch the whole time. And, like, Spanky Jackson is about to put Palmerston North on the motherfucking map because she's in the motherfucking house. She is in the motherfucking house. Spanky's in the motherfucking house. House of drag tonight. Is that how that went? Or have we adapted it? I need to tell you something. Yes? I've never thought it went like that. And... I just let oh. you do it because you you're so joyous. You're filled with love. Really? Yeah. I don't think it says of drag. I think it just says Spanky's in the motherfucking house tonight. But did she not Yeah, that's true. But on the show did she not say House of Drag tonight? To me, it just doesn't like fit. No, but it didn't. <laughs> Spanky words. Okay, I'm going to go back and look. Do you think it was Don't you undermine Spanky Jackson's musical talent right now? Don't you, you do it, okay? Spanky's in the motherfucking house. Did he did they say motherfucking? Yeah, it was Spanky's in the motherfucking house tonight. I swear that's what it was, but on the show it was House of Drag tonight. But it doesn't fit all. I know. <laughs> in the motherfucking house of drag tonight. Whoa. Whoa this this extra iron in your diet has done nothing for you, I've got to oh, say. I've been taking um, 5-HTP. What is th- what is she? <laughs> Superior serotonin support. Oh, good. Yeah, really good, actually. Well, congratulations um, <laughs> on um, being in your... In your early 30s and needing serotonin support still. I know. Like, oh, never again. Um, but that's a conversation for another day. One more other thing that I wanted to implore people to do is to get involved in their local body elections. You've gotten until from now until the 8th of October. If you haven't been paying attention, it's very convoluted. It's very confusing but it is worth at least trying to figure out who your top people are. Yeah. The council for the mayoralty and wherever you live. And you can, you don't have to be like um, registered or 
I mean, you do have to be registered, but you don't have to have voting papers. You can go to a special voting booth and you can get in there and vote and please do it. Please do it. Who in Wellington are are we supporting? Okay, so we're voting for Tori Fano for mayor. Um, she is an incredible wahine who I just think has the voice that we need to take the city further. Yeah. Um, it's been a mess recently. Like I follow a little bit of like council goings on, but I don't follow heaps, but I follow enough to know it's been a bit of a mess. And I think like we need some refreshing younger, sorry, Paul Eagle and Andy Foster, um, blood to just revitalize the city and take it to a place for the generations below us. And yeah. she's got great plans that are really like climate first, transport first, housing first, and um, it's going to be a really tight race. And so, yes, I, think, I mean, you vote for whoever you want to vote for, but I think Tori Fano would be an amazing leader. Um, the council, I. I, I don't, I'm a little confused about what ward I'm in. So I've been waiting for my voting papers to arrive to really do my research, but I actually don't think my voting papers are going to arrive because I changed my address too late, but I can go to a special voting booth, which I'm going to do this weekend and do it there or take the papers away and send them back. But I'll just probably do it there. Um, so, yeah. Yes. If you think that you are not eligible to vote for whatever reason, your address is wrong, you didn't sign up on time, anything, go and check that that is the truth because they make it so accessible for everyone to be able to vote even if um, things aren't quite right. It's a little bit easier if you did it all the work previously, but if you didn't, not to worry. Yeah. Grab a friend, take them with you. And that's the thing, like... The local body elections are actually really quite important to our day-to-day lives. Like, the things that we get pissed off about when the bus doesn't arrive and, like, there's a leak and, like, that you go down the street and it's flooding or whatever. Like, that is the stuff that makes your day-to-day life easier. The bigger picture stuff is important as well. But I think, like, have your say. Fully. Amazing. Well, in Auckland, we are... Uh, I will be voting for Efeso Collins. Yes. Um, I think that the vote is very split right now, so it's really important for those listening who are planning on voting to go and vote. Like, vote for whoever you want, but um, the vote is so close right now. It is so close, and it's I have really a feeling... That our demographic, our listeners, our gorgeous girls out there, I think we're probably all on the same wavelength. Mm. Or you hate listening to us, which is hot too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But someone ghosts me sometime. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, were you worried that the because we didn't do the pod for the last two weeks that I was also ghosting you? No, but you can think that if you want to. No, I would never ghost you. <laughs> yeah. Like, you deserve me alive and well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, shall we get into our first sips? Yes! It's the first sip! 
My first sip this week is a uh, three-part documentary series on Netflix called Bling Ring Hollywood Heist, Mm -hmm. which is like an... uh, So it's a documentary about a few of the people that were involved in the Bling Ring. If you're too young to know what the Bling... Who the Bling Ring were, they were a group of, like, teens living in Hollywood who burgled a heap of... Hollywood celebrities' houses, and um, then there was a movie made about it, which starred Emma Roberts, which was no, not Emma Roberts, Emma Watson, and um, I don't know, it was just like very two thousand and eight or whenever this was two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten, like Paris Hilton era. So there was Paris Hilton got robbed, Audrina Patridge, um, Orlando Bloom, Lindsay Lohan, and. I guess, like, over the past couple of years, I've been aware of Alexis Nyers, who is one of the people who partook in the bling ring. Um, She's kind of been creating, like, a little bit of a profile for herself again. Like, she's had a podcast. She is quite open with um, her substance abuse issues that she um, overcame post all of this, and she actually had this reality show, which I had no idea about um, during the time, which you learn about in this documentary. The reason, I don't know, like, I am recommending it because I think it's, like, really good context to something that was quite big and culturally, um, like, we were all kind of conscious of culturally at the time, and it would be super interesting for people who are a little bit too young to know about it to, like, get to know about it. But the documentary was kind of strange because there's also the other guy nick nick yeah star i thought he was a star well yeah but like did you end up watching any more of it oh my god girl be real yes (laughs) slay i've been no i've only watched one episode of it so far so i need to say it sorry quick sidebar the other night me and tori were out for some wines on saturday night and be real popped up and mm. the table opposite us all started be reeling while I was be reeling. And it was like three on three of people who had be real versus people who did not have be real. Whoa. And I think the overall like thing that we discovered was that the people who didn't have be real should get it. Absolutely. But I haven't been in like a social situation like that where I've, seen strangers taking their b-reel but i like can't wait for it oh my god it's fucking epic yeah just like knowing we see each other yeah i was in their b-reel i was like yes um but you when you watch the the next two episodes their stories are conflicting they obviously don't get on like there's and you you find out why yeah. Towards the end, like how it kind of all ended is like, but yeah, I just was like, oh, and there was not really any sort of remorse or. Oh my god, be real is how the next bling ring is gonna happen. Ah, oh my god, so true. So true. Also, like wild that Paris. Oh, I guess it's not that wild that she went out and just like left her door unlocked because there were probably people there and she would have left to the party and then like expected that that and like they scaled a mountain to like get to her house 
That's yeah. they did put in a lot of effort, but I mean the reward was high. They were rich for a while. Yeah, until they weren't. Um, how jarring did you find it seeing Perez Hilton? Oh, so <laughs> jarring, and he looked shit. I was like, you have all the money that you could possibly need. Do you think he does? Well, yes, I do. I mean, I'm. I don't think he's like massively wealthy. No, but I think he has enough to be okay. Be more than okay. Yeah. So yeah, I would recommend it, but I just like I can't tell if I like I liked it, but I'm I don't know. In the end, I was just like, what? The point of this is a little bit bizarre, but I'm happy that I like remembered all of this and found out new stuff. Was the point of it to rekindle some careers? Oh, probably. Yeah. Netflix obviously, like, approached them, right? I don't think that's how Netflix works. I think you, like, sell your idea to Netflix. Right. Yeah. I also watched a documentary called Sins of Our Mother, and it's about this mum... People probably saw it around, but, like, in 2020, she, like, her kids disappeared, and then they, and then she was, like, off in Hawaii, and everyone was, like, where are the kids? And she was, like, kind of gone real culty crazy. That was a really intense watch, but if that's your vibe. Fully. I watched something really good. I don't know if we've talked about it or not, or if you've seen it, but The Canoe. No, never heard of it. So The Canoe is on TVNZ On Demand, Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is based on a true story. It's a BBC show, so you know it's good. Um, based on a true story about a a man who fakes his own death to get out of intense debt that he's in. Instead of going bankrupt, Whoa. which would be quite shameful to him, he decides to fake his own death, and he gets his beloved wife to help him make this happen. And... What? He, the way he fakes his own death is by, like, bringing out his canoe for months and months and months. And so everyone's seeing him, like, taking up canoeing. And then one day he goes out and never returns. And the story, the TV show basically follows how he treats the wife as a dead person and how the wife is, like, she is instrumental in fooling everyone for him to be dead but like watching her journey there's no like Mm. i know it's sad it's really sad for her because he's kind of like an asshole but i would highly recommend watching it It was such a good watch um and not the normal type of show that i would like watch but i was with my mom and it's totally her vibe Nice. Yeah. yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, it's Bridget Parker approved. Any Handmaid's Tale yet? I have watched all of it. It is very good. It's just as psycho as ever. Oh um, Serena, I'm like, oh, I just have a love hate relationship with her. I think she's so fucking fab, and I'm obsessed with her. But I'm also like, you're the worst. But June this season as well is just. She's totally lost it. I just feel, I can't believe that Gilead has done this. And this is like how she has to live her life now. Go watch Handmaid's Tale. Okay. I, yeah, I it's will. definitely worth it. Um, but my first sip quickly yes. is yes. 
Uh, Rina Sawanyama has a new album, which I have not stopped listening to, called Hold the Girl. Some highlights for me. Um, Rina, for those who don't know, is a English... Uh, Japanese pop artist who has uh, released one full album already, and this is her sophomore album with the singles um, This Hell, which is a absolute banger. Um, but my favorite song that I cannot stop listening to, which has a great music video too, is Hold the Girl. Ooh. And um, also listen to Frankenstein, Hurricanes is awesome, Catch Me in the Air. Just go check it out. The album's called Hold the Girl, Rena Sawanyama, and she's also going to be playing in Auckland early next year. Really? Um, yeah, which you should come. Amazing. So speaking of music, gigs, etc., my life of the party this week is a little chat between friends of the pod, um, Liz from The Bets, on Music 101 with Charlotte Ryan. And she sat down and like kind of they go track by track and have like a really good chat about their latest album, Expert in a Dying Field. And I just love her. She's so cute. And I don't know. I think it's like a quite a um, I just thought it was a really great insight into how she felt writing the album and her life a little bit more, I feel like. And yeah, it's just really cute. So if you love the Beths, you should definitely check that out. Fully. And if you don't love the Beths, you should definitely check the Beths out because you're about to love the Beths. Yeah. Oh my God. So good. I'm jealous that I either missed or am missing their show. But I will see them at Laneway. So. Yes, you will. Snaps for getting yeah. tickets to Laneway on uh, pre sales are right now. Um, well, my life of the party this week is the fact that it's Daylight Savings has switched over. Yes. I am just so obsessed with having that hour change. It's so freaking gorgeous. Um, but I also quickly wanted to talk about UK Drag Race. Yes. So the Who's new that? season of UK Drag Race is up. Episode one is out. And I got to say, it is a strong group of girls for me there is a clear winner and i would like to oh well i mean right now we should say who who we think is going to win and then if they are correct they get a bottle of wine (laughs) okay but we've got the same favorite black pepper yeah okay cool um i also think um, the one whose name I can't remember, but they're 38 and they're like a seasoned queen. Cheetah Gorgeous. Uh, is that the ginger hair one? No. No, that's okay. Ginger Top. Cheetah Gorgeous oh. was the one who walked in as a bee. I really like them. Me too. I think they're very interesting. And I also love Sminty Drop. I love her. Oh, Sminty Drop. Sminty Drop was the one with the came out in the Antiques Roadshow. Oh, great. Yeah, like, I loved the first episode, but I just feel like a lot of them are carbon copies. Like, there's not... I mean, I couldn't do it better, but there's just, like... One walked in, I was like, that one looks like Crystal, that one looks like Kitty. Like, I feel like they're all quite similar to what we've seen before. Obviously, Black Pepper aside. I can see where you're coming from, but I think... 
think as the episodes continue, yeah, you, there's just love to be fallen into. Yeah, it was it was a really strong first episode. You could tell that like the judges were like, shit, who do we choose? Yeah, fully. All right, now for our peak too soon's. Um, I just wanted to quickly talk about something that's been all over my newsfeed, and I'm sure it's been all over yours too. Adam Levine. Oh God, Sumner. Sumner. I. So for those of you who don't know, um, Sumner Stro is that how you say her last name? Is a model who um, Adam Levine like slid into her DMs um, flirtatiously, and she released a TikTok um, calling him out on it. And he came back and denied the allegations, but did uh, he? He said he did not have an affair, and but that he did send inappropriate messages but mostly blamed his own poor judgment for, like, choosing to send those messages to people who would tell, I guess. Yeah, I think he, like, um, said... He kind of alluded to the fact that his marriage was, like, not in the best place and that... I don't know, it was almost like maybe they were kind of separated. Maybe, but he never said that. And he did say that they were going to work, we're going to work through it together. But then it, more people started coming forward with messages that Adam had sent them. And they are so, so cringe um, that they've become like memes and gifs everywhere. Like, uh, I've written some down. I need to see the booty. Yeah. <laughs> How are you such an hourglass? Oh, this one. I'd buy you a steak dinner and whisper sweet nothings into it. That would get you oh going, wouldn't God. it, Steph? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, the worst thing is that, so what happened was um, he messaged her saying, hey, um, real talk. This is this is not verbatim, but... Um, I am having another baby and I really want to name it Sumner if it's a boy. Is that okay with you? And she was like, what the fuck? And then the friend was going to sell that story to the magazines or whoever you sell stories to. Daily Mail? Yeah. And, um, she, so she released it to get ahead of it so that her friend wouldn't make money off it, I guess. Whoa. Um, it's just bizarre. Writing's on the wall with that one. Like, while I do think Adam Levine is a hottie, there has always been something about him. For me, Adam Levine does absolutely nothing. But Really? Really. I know for a lot of um, listeners, Jimmy Webb, one of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, damn fine. Do you have a peak too soon for us? Yeah, well, my peak too soon was just um, the, I've been seeing a lot recently people alluding to and calling out the potential slow decline of the Kardashians as a brand and that maybe this is the year that we kind of see them lose the their power and I think that is really interesting and I almost do tend to agree because I do think that perhaps like the grasp they've had on the world 
has maybe loosened like a little bit. Um, but specifically for me, Kim working with Dolce and Gabbana has just like really rubbed me up the wrong way. Rubbed me up the wrong way. Rubbed me the wrong way. And also the Courtney working with Boohoo stuff. I think the first episode of the new season of the Kardashians oh on my Disney God, it was Plus. So good. I cried. Was so amazing. Much. I honestly think that maybe Courtney, maybe Chloe, maybe Kylie, like, sure. I don't I don't see like a massive like them having this like huge grasp on the world. But Kim, I just don't think she's going anywhere. Yeah. I I um listened to a podcast today, which I think I spoke about before. Um it's called Into It. It's a vulture podcast, and this episode was titled With Great Power Comes Kim Kardashian. And he spoke to um, MJ Corey, who is like a Kardashian's like specialist. Expert, yeah. Um, and they had a really good conversation about why they think perhaps um, the star power is kind of diminishing slightly. And I think like maybe a little bit of it has had to do with the fact that they didn't promote the second season of the show until after the first episode dropped because they wanted the first episode to just come and be as it is and it was really raw and emotional and I think that was kind of the right decision because you don't want to like make trailers out of Chloe's absolute like pits of despair um but I just so like maybe that does have something to do with it because it's been like where is the momentum for the season but yeah I just I don't know the Dolce and Gavana stuff it just I get it, like, they're amazing, but the, they have been so harmful in things that they have said that I just can't get over. And, like, I know Kim is, like, not really, like, the biggest ally, is she? Like, she's not out there no. fighting for, like, the queer community. And so, like, in that case, it does make sense that she would work with them. But, I don't know, it's just like, I can't with them. Kim is also living her dream of being a fashion Muse. icon. Yeah. New, like, legit. I mean, the looks were amazing. I love the concept of, like, pulling from the archives and doing a whole fashion show about that. Like, that is so cool. Yeah. I just wish it wasn't Dolce & Gabbana. I know. But, hey, she looks amazing. And she Courtney does. with Boohoo, like, they are claiming that it's all good inten intentions and that they're, like, she is there to be, like, a sustainability ambassador. I was ambassador. like, so, go like, on, hey, whatever. If that is not vir just virtual signaling and you are doing something, that's amazing, but. I doubt it. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my kind of thing. I just, like, I've been like, ugh, about. Um, but yeah, shall we say the mantra? Let's say the mantra. God, if I can remember, it's been so long. <laughs> two thousand and one to two thousand and eight. There yeah, ain't a song, song that, that we, hate. we hate. If you're new here and this is the episode you decided to jump on board the Kick Ons Express, welcome. Toot toot. This is the part of the episode where we 
add songs to the playlist so that you can listen to us when you're not actually listening to us. And you can have a great time because 2001 to 2008 was just chef's kiss. Jason, what song are you adding to the playlist? In honor of Rihanna doing her first live performance in five years at the Super Bowl coming up, I will be adding Disturbia to the playlist. (laughs) Bum, 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 bum. Why do I feel like this? Get your tin cans out. I think... Prediction, a bottle of wine prediction. I think this will be the most watched Super Bowl of all time. Yeah, it's next year, eh? It's not this year, is it? No idea. I have no other knowledge of the Super Bowl except that it's Rihanna's, like, concert. Is she going to release new music? I'm going to say no. I think it's just going to be the hits. Do you think, like, this is it? Like, this is, like, shut up, I'm doing this, and I'm not doing any more. No, I don't think it's okay. that. I think it's, guys, I can still do this without yeah. practicing for five years, and it's going to be one of the greatest things you've ever seen. I can't wait. When it was, like, rumored that it was going to be Taylor, I was like, this doesn't make a lot of sense, really. Like, it does, but it doesn't. But then how did the narrative flip? Was it that people were leaking that it was going like Taylor got asked and said no and then they were like oh no this is going to be a bigger story we need to announce that it's Rihanna it was really weird I don't know how it all turned around so good so exciting the memes what will you be adding to the playlist okay so I was thinking about it and I was like I need to kind of sum up the last two weeks um and like add a song that you know really made me how just wrapping it up like I just said and then tried to say again in the same words so I figured you know what like I've been unwell I got ghosted I ate some beef but you know what I'm alive by (gasps) Celine Dion from the year 2000 (laughs) I get wings to fly you know like I you know what? I still, I know, I haven't had a bird try come and pretend to be my mother, just like Stuart Little did in Stuart Little too, and he got taken for a ride. And you know what? I haven't. No, I am alive. <laughs> you are alive, but you have been taken for a ride, and you do not deserve that. Um, oh, whatever. It's it's whatever, but you know, it is whatever. But it's also like, girl. Grow up. These grow exactly up. grow up. If this you don't want to hang out, say yeah. sorry. I I don't. Yeah. I, I don't have this. It's not it for me. I'm not totally. feeling it. Would have and been like you're a big girl. Good. You're you can handle it. Like yeah. fuck. Why does he think he's all that? Like oh, man, the privilege it's that ego. men have. It's ego. it's ego. And the only and person that we're allowed flags. to have ego is they Beyonce Knowles. Okay, that yeah. is all. Exactly. Preach. Yeah. I am like, I'm like, um, I am back on Hinge, but not really. But I am back, so I might get some Hinge binges for our next. Yeah, please do. I was like real, like, okay, I'm back on Hinge, and then I got sick, and then I was like, I cannot even fathom being on Hinge. But now I think I'm finally ready. Yes. Yeah. 
So watch the space. Yeah. Um, nice to be back. Yes, thank you so, so much for tuning in to another week. It has been a really big couple of weeks. I just feel like yeah. all this hard work that we've been putting in for the last, like, two years or whatever is, like, stuff is happening. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully a gig in Wellington soon. I think November. Check my website (laughs) for all information (laughs) regarding me. Yes. (laughs) Well, catch you next week then, team. Gorgeous. One more week to vote. Two more weeks to vote. 8th of October. Yeah. Get into it. it. Don't forget. Bye. Bye.